Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Yo, this is MC Chris. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson. Hi, I'm Tony Moore. I am David Mack. I'm Nick Spencer. This is Ethan Van Skybro. This is Brian Jail Glass. This is Jason Burroughs. This is Arthur Saddam. Chris Giruso. This is Nick Berucci with Dynamite Entertainment, president and publisher. You are listening to Superfly Comics and Games. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. The Superfly Video Games and Comic Book Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. Network. Superfly podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only. This is the best podcast on all the internet. If you don't believe me, then you're an asshole. up everybody this is episode number 239 of the official superfly comics and games podcast i am thatcher e cleveland back in the building coming at you from the superfly embassy in chicago illinois and joining me as they do uh almost every monday right here on the panels on pages.com podcast network are the very fine gentlemen some might even say super fine of Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And we are here. We're giving you that virtual comic shop experience. We're talking comics. We're talking movies. Uh, we're talking conventions. Uh, probably less bathroom stories this week. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, we're, uh, we're here. We're in it. We're in it to win it. I'm back uh, after a weekend off. But, uh He's a man who never takes a weekend off. He is the owner of Superfly Comics and Games. He is, he was, I should say, the beard champion. But he is still the real boss and not a fake Rick Ross. And he had a better nickname last week, and I can't remember what it was. And now I'm mad. Beardmaster Flex! It was Beardmaster Beard Flex! Master. And now it's done! It's like he's like, I've reached peak nickname. Shave it off. It's got to go. Peak, but peak beard capacity. Peak beard capacity. He is Tony Barry. Tony, what's up, man? How are you doing? All right. First off, it's fewer toilet stories. Fewer. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. You know. Fewer. Um, dude, I uh, today I found out that I actually know how to rewire an electrical plug. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. life skills, son. Yeah, I was, I was pretty proud of that. You know, um... When I'm, I don't even remember if I told the story about when we got the case. I got we got a, a, a new card case. Maybe we've talked about it. Maybe not. I really don't remember. Um, but it had um, these coming out of either side of it. These fucking uh, power ports that 
were there were like three prongs in a circle. Uh, it, it, just, it was it was a shape unlike any power plug I've ever seen. It didn't look like the the ones for like the laundry machines. It didn't look like anything I'd ever seen. When I Googled active, like what ports are actively used, I couldn't find it at all. Um, so not a very functional plug. And I didn't know if the light in the thing even worked. And I took the thing apart and I got a new plug and I wired it up and I learned, I Googled up which cord was the hot wire and which one was the ground and which one was the inert one and wired them up properly and plugged them in and Jared was standing there next to me with the <laughs> the fire extinguisher like pointed at me. So so Jared was the robot arm from yeah, Iron got, Man? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, we had this, like, this whole it's plan of action. He, of what, it's, it's the role he was born to play. This, this, whole, this whole plan of action for what's, what we're going to do when I suddenly get shocked to shit here. And it totally worked and it was great. And Jared is all like, oh, well, that was anticlimactic. It just worked. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I had to oh, do my it boss didn't die. I guess that was anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> just getting ready, man. Just I know ready. our luck, yeah. and I was just getting prepared is all I'm saying. It was a spooky moment. Oh, speaking of getting prepared, he is the manager of Superfly Comics and Games. He is the official New York Comic Con, New York Special Edition and you know why? Why not official Gem City DJ? I don't know. Jared Whitaker. I, I feel like you need. Yeah, I think you need to put that on the table for next because it seem, It sounds like if, if you listen to last last week's show, you guys, everyone seems to have a phenomenal Gem City. And Gem City, I'm very glad to hear that it keeps getting better and better. But I feel like to take it to that next level. And I also forgot C2E2. C2E2, DJ, which is more important because that one's coming up. <clears throat> but I, I feel like they need a show DJ. Eh. I feel like that's a thing that they should look into. Yeah, I mean, you know, he knows best. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be like, hey, man, I don't want to tell you your business, but your lack of music is disturbing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, he'll, you know... He'll come around. Jesse does a great show. And, you know, if he needs that little extra whatever, I'm there. And I'm willing to I'm willing to uh, uh, to, to help out in my busy schedule. My very busy schedule. You're, oh, my God. And, you know, not to mention the fact that, you know, you would, in fact, it'd be another show where you couldn't be at the Superfly booth a lot. And that's, and that's the important thing. The advertising arm, man. Special edition is a week is a week before Street Fair, so like ah. Uh, thank goodness uh, that you're finally like you know, it's getting off those schedules. Because what so, is it? Is, it, is New York Comic Con not during Street Fair in 2015? Also, no. New York Comic Con is definitely during Street Fair. Okay. Well, that's the that's the shitty Street Fair. So, <laughs> so you can still be there for the good one. Well, you know. And speaking yeah. of the good, <laughs> Tony's like, no, I'll look. It's the third time tonight. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's been a wild pre-show, but uh, earlier speaking, we were speaking of the good one. Uh, I don't know which one he is, but he is uh, he is the fake Prince Travis, Travis Fowler, 
newly uh, newly celebrating a birthday of his own, and then newly celebrating a different kind of birthday, the birth of his son, Gavin Wayne Fowler. Travis, what's up, man? How's, uh, how's life going? Life's going good. Uh, you know, things... I mean, I've had... Well, I didn't have. Brittany had Gavin and... Smart. That's a good... Yeah. Yeah. Good way to, way to turn that around. Uh, division, <laughs> division of labor there. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was... Uh, I mean, I was there. I was a good coach because it happened... Uh, it was an emergency C-section. So, like, all the coaching tactics that I was taught of the Lamaze and the breathing and the focus all went out the window because... You can't do that in a C-section. There's no breathing. There's none of that. Um, I mean, you could. It would just be silly. Yeah. It would be. You're standing in the corner like Bill Cosby. like. <laughs> I mean, I hate making a like, bad joke, but yeah. she probably could have used some of the drugs that Cosby was giving out. Oh! Damn it, you will not take Bill Cosby himself. That is made by God for us. I don't care what that man did. You will not sully the good name of Bill Cosby himself stand up. At least he would have been knocked out instead of awake through the Damn it. And honestly, Bill Cosby did a good enough job sullying his own good name, so... Uh, But other than that, sleep's in about three-hour spurts. Um... Yeah, welcome to my world. I, I do like it. I, I'm almost at the helpless point, but because Brittany's nursing, so he wakes up every two to three hours at night, and he's laying in the bassinet in our room. So I wake up, and she goes, "It's okay. You can go back to sleep because you can't feed him." And I, my response is, "Are you sure?" <laughs> So like, okay. Are you, are you sure? As you're like rolling a cover up, all you know, all right, right. No, are you sure? Okay, but I love you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's been great. It's uh yeah, for you. I feel like we should get her on the show. Be like, Brittany, oh. you're in a safe space now. What's what's really going on? Are you all right? <laughs> I, you I, did this to me. <laughs> I have admittedly only changed three diapers in. 18 days, 17, 18 days, so... Wow, only three. That's Step your game up, son. Come on. I know. I mean, get those, it's... Get those numbers up. I, get I, those numbers up. All right. I, that's <laughs> all <point>. right. <laughs> I, I got nothing to say. Other than, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. She had the baby. She feeds the baby. That's, you know, unfortunately, that's our lot. Like, once it's all done, it's like, you gotta, you gotta lean into those diaper changes. It's yeah. No fun. I mean, granted, I'm like, like all that stuff's like, eighteen years behind me, so it's easy for me to say, but still, yeah, it's rough. You'll we'll get, get there. there. I'll have an update here in a couple of weeks where it'll be like eight. <laughs> like I did a whole eight, and man, are my arms tired? I'm like, were they at the same time? Wait, no. they're not supposed to be at the same time, and you just take one off as they go through them. <laughs> like I just did two diapers at once, so it counts. The Is that like a variant be on the baby? <laughs> <laughs> he put one on his butt and one on each of his hands to make sure 
He yeah, just you, don't, you don't want him. He's, you know, if he, you know, starts crawling around or rolling around, you don't want his like hands getting damaged. You know, that's a smart. Right. I mean, he's got little baby fingernails, and then he puts his hands up by his face. So, I mean, I feel like that should count for something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're a goddamn hero. I take back some of the things I said about you, Fowler. Awesome. You're the real Bill Cosby. <laughs> You're the real. Oh. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Not like that actual Bill Cosby. Not like the actual Bill Cosby who did a horrible thing. Fucked it up for everybody. Jeez. I don't even like talking about it. It's so bad. It hurts. It hurts my feelings, but... It's not okay. It's not okay. I can't hold it against Cliff Huxtable, the character. Yeah, there you go. See that's Cliff Huxtable did not do anything. It was all Bill Cosby. You can still, so yeah, you can, you know, Bill Cosby, super problematic. Cliff Huxtable, the character that he played in TV show, he's still, he's still doing, he's all right. Yeah, that guy, that guy's fine. Yeah. Anyway, let's get off of that. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's there's no, there's no getting around that. Let's, uh, um. Superfly news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is Superfly News. Let's talk about the Superfly News. So, <laughs> so Bill Cosby was in here. <laughs> that's not true. That, no. That's not true. <laughs> Bill Cosby wasn't in here, man. <laughs> he All wasn't. Right. All right, Tony. What? Uh, what? Uh, what? What's? What's the Superfly news? What are we? Uh, how's it, how are things? I rewired a, gl- a fucking case. There you go. See, you rewired the case. Uh, how was? How did? Uh, how did Gem City go? Oh, we fucking killed that show. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, because it, it sounded. Because like I said, it sounded like from when you guys uh, recorded the show last week. That was Saturday evening. So you still had Sunday to go. Mm-hmm. So clearly, you—I mean, because you said you said top five. Was that all time, all shows sales days? Did I hear that correctly? Uh, yeah, yeah, you definitely did. I'm, I'm. I kind of want to call it top three, but I still haven't gotten a chance to really look at the, at the math. Wow. I'm confident in top five. Wow, that's wild. That's fucking wild. I mean, that's that's great. And so, and then Sunday continued to do well for you. Indeed. Uh, the, on first path uh, pass, my math indicated that we had actually done better on Sunday than Saturday. But the second and third passes of the math uh, suggested something different. Man. So basically. Uh, after a two-day convention, I can't add. <laughs> that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like things are things are lining up for you guys to be at C2E2. On yeah, the still got to go through Tricon first. That's, oh, that's right. You gotta, well, that's this weekend. Oh, God. And where is, is Tricon? It's is in Hanukkah. Okay, I was gonna say that's the one in West Virginia. Is yeah. that is that is that also known as Heimlich Con? No. That's that's River City. That's a that's a much smaller show. Okay. Tricon is the one that Gail Simone was at last year. Yeah. Okay. That 
That's that's the uh, tri- Tricon is wake up to discover that you're driving the car convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Tony's been doing the last year of shows in heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even know it. It's like, oh, it's been a, that's why it's a beautiful dream. <laughs> I'll kill you. That's fair. That's fair. I earned that. Um, well, that's cool. Do we know? Well, okay, so you got Tricon coming up. Uh, and that's like the 11th, 11th and 12th. I believe so, yes. Okay, yeah, because that's next Saturday. Yeah, and then we've got C2E2 the 24th through the 26th. And then the following weekend is Free Comic Day, and the oh. weekend after that is Rafficon, and the weekend after that is, I believe, Piqua. And then the weekend after that is Cherry Capital Comic Con, and then the weekend after that is Jim and Dan Show. And then we have two weeks before Street Fair. So it's safe to say the convention season is back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't I don't know if I if I mention this to you guys, so maybe I'll break some news. But I may actually, there's a very good chance that I may be coming up for Free Comic Book Day. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so not only, see, you guys are used to only seeing me like once a year now, pretty much. Maybe twice, depending, you know, on my personal business. Um, But yeah, it looks like uh, myself and the denizens of the Fly Hard Compound... uh, A.K.A. soon to be... See, here's the thing. Here's where I'm at. I can't tell if when I move to Tennessee, because I'm moving to Tennessee, I'm moving into the Fly Hard compound, I'm I'm, I'm installing myself as their new leader. I've liked it so much. I'm like, I love what they've done to the place. I'm taking it over. So are there going to be three PS4s in that, in the compound? uh, (laughs) No. There are going to be four PS4s in the compound. Oh. Because... I will have three. There will be it will be myself and Alex and Jonathan and our roommate Chad, and we all have PS4s. And well, yet, none of you are too. ever online. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm usually well. I'm usually playing Madden, and I just haven't played much of anything lately. I, yeah, I haven't touched Destiny in a long time for no good reason. Um, I don't know what their excuse is. I know Jonathan has been playing. Um, he's been playing some Dragon Ball game. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball did come out. Yeah, so he's been playing that. Um, I know Alex was playing. <sighs> Jared, it was the game. It was the game that you mentioned on the Valentine's Day weekend show. Oh god, like the steampunk. E like fighting monsters. Oh, the order. The order. I know that. They got that, or like they were going to get it, and then it's like right before it came out, it got terrible reviews. So I don't know. I don't actually know if they actually got it or not. It's just super linear. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's bad. It's just quick but, and boring. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's it's a lot more straightforward than I think people were expecting it to be. Yeah. Instead of like you know everybody's used to just every game being like super overarching. You know, they can't all be Bioshock. No, they can't all be Fallout. They can't all be Skyrim, where they're like seven million hour games. Sometimes it's just like how it used to be, where it's like it's a six hour game, 
and you just and it looks really cool and it tells a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. So I still want to check it out. It kind of looks cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah, they were. Speaking of it, they were they were really into Dying Light when I was down there last time. Oh, I love that game. <clears throat> yeah, because you got that for you got that on Steam, right? Yep, I got that on the computer. Yep. So, but yeah, no, the Flyhard Compound. Uh, it will have four PS4s. I <clears throat> I actually will no longer have need for my 40 inch TV that I have here in my apartment because they have like a 58 inch in the living room and they both have like. 40-plus-some-odds in their bedrooms. Good grief! I know. Yeah, I think I was telling a coworker about this, and he's like, why don't you just bring yours and, like, put your TV in, like, the fucking bathroom and have, like, an Xbox <laughs> One for, like, the bathroom. And I'm like, you know, we might do that. We could do that. I don't know. I've had video games in the bathroom before. All it does is make you stay in the bathroom a lot longer. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I, and I'm, but I'm torn... I'm torn because I don't know if I should refer to if I should refer to it as the new Flyhard Embassy or the new Superfly Embassy or if I or if it should remain the Flyhard Compound. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. But either way, I will right after C2E2, I'm moving down there and then within a couple of days you'll see me again. Cuz and then we'll like I don't know, we'll all go see Avengers together. We'll all go to buy some TVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Avengers is happening too, I guess. Yeah, Avengers is, uh, and then all, yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's starting. I just saw Furious 7, uh, today, and it you is. You poor, poor man. Uh, it is so, it is as delightfully ridiculous as all of its recent predecessors, and I love it. I love it. I can't defend it. I, would, I was going to say, are, are you going to defend it? No, you can't. I mean, that's the thing. Like, like, you, don't, you don't go and watch Fast and the Furious movies and sit there and be like, all right, well, what about this plot hole? Or what about this plot hole? Because you totally can. Like, you, it, it's, it's, it's nonsense. They're nonsense movies. They're absolutely 100% nonsense movies. But you go and you watch four fucking car stunts and... The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. I mean, The Rock, he's not in this one as much, which was a little bit of a bummer. Like, this was, like, he spent the most of it in a hospital bed. But you do get to see him flex off a giant arm cast. <laughs> which was amazing. I think I even did like, like, a happy applaud. Because I knew it was coming because it's in the trailer, and he stands up. And this is the best part. So he's in the hospital bed the whole movie, and then, like, he stands up, and he's his character has a daughter. I don't know if it's his daughter in real life or not, and she just wanted to be in the movie, or if they were just like, we're going to give his character a daughter because he needs someone to talk to during this scene. But it's like, he gets up and he's like, daddy's got to go to work. And then he just flexes his arm right out of the fucking cast. And he just kind of rolls it, and it's like, all right, we're good to go. <laughs> and then he punched a guy. Yeah. And then, no, and then the best part is, and then later at the end of the movie, he's... Uh, shooting down a helicopter with a minigun like it's G.I. Joe 2.5. <laughs> oh, and when, and when he, after he flexes off the cast in the, hotel, in, the, in the hospital room, he immediately is like, here's my bulletproof vest, and here's my gun, and here's all my clips. And I'm like, he just had that shit in the hospital, like just next to him on the bed. He didn't even have to go anywhere. 
amazing. I love this. He's the rock. What'd you expect? Yeah, Anything like less. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the rock. Yeah. And then people wonder why I want him to be in every movie ever. He absolutely. I may go see that earthquake movie he's in, but I don't. But the thing is, I don't think he's going to punch the earthquake. He's probably not going to punch the earthquake. And that's, and that's where they fucked up. As soon as they cast the rock, they were like, you know what though? Let's. What if he punches the earthquake though? Rock bottom the earthquake. Yeah. Oh, oh and, he, and he absolutely rock bottoms Jason Statham. Like of he rock he bottoms does. he rock bottoms someone in every movie. Like that's like that's got to be in the contract. Like, why like, we go see these things? Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But yeah, I mean, so it's you know convention season's kicking off, uh, movie season's kicking off. Like everything is, it's happening. It's all happening now. It's happening! It's happening. I'm super excited. But you know what else is also happening? Mail. Mail is happening. <laughs> and not just the rock. Um, the mail yeah. rock. Yeah, the mail rock. <laughs> I was also super... I was. I did not realize... By the way, Google, going back to Furious 7 real quick, I did not realize until the opening credits that A, Tony Jaw was in this one. Like, holy shit, Tony Jaws in this movie. And then Ronda Rousey is in this movie. And I'm like, oh my god. And then finally I'm like, and also with Kurt Russell. And I'm like, and Kurt Russell's in this movie too? What the fuck? Is this Christmas? What happened? Ronda Rousey, who was last seen beating up Triple H. At WrestleMania, yeah, with I The heard, Rock, by the I way. I heard that was the, then. Obviously, that's why. I mean, it's like, hey, we're in the movie, you know. Yeah, it was pretty Good. awesome. She and uh, she and Michelle Rodriguez have a great fight in uh, like, uh, I guess they're ball gowns, but they're fancy dresses. They fucking kick the shit out of each other in fancy dresses. All right, that sounds about right. It's amazing, amazing. But yes, we got mail. Mail is also amazing. Um, and it was sent to superflycomics at gmail.com where anyone at any time can send us an email communique that we will eventually read on the program. Um, and yeah, so you should do that. And uh, so who, who, wants to, who wants to read the mail here? I say Travis should because he's got a kid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is best. that racist? No, I think that's ageist. Okay. <laughs> For once, ageism doesn't go against me. <laughs> Suck it, America. Shut up, old man. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to be the beast reader incarnate. That's right. <laughs> Jokes we used to tell about me, but that's why I don't read anything anymore. Suck it, everybody. (laughs) People that make jokes. (laughs) All right. Hey, guys. Ben here. This will be my second time emailing you since apparently my original email has vanished. This is only a disclaimer in case you somehow received the first email and to let you know that I don't have an early onset of Alzheimer's or Julie Ann Moore Whoop, sorry. See, best re- beast reader right here. <laughs> How's <laughs> and, it feel now, jackass? <laughs> eat, sleep, read, repeat. 
and, is it, and Julianne Moore will not be portraying me in a movie in the near future. If you do, in fact, get both emails, please read this one on the show, as I believe it will be superior than the last one. Anyway, I greatly enjoyed your intelligent and, most impressive above all, level-headed discussion of a lot of the awfulness that has plagued the comic book community in the past two weeks. Your mention of the whole Batgirl variant debacle brought up a lot of points that I had thought of during the whole online debate, but neglected to chime in due to awful people on social media being awful. Whew, commas. <laughs> no, you navigated it well. You did a good job. Now that the brouhaha has died down a bit, I left wondering how many of the people who signed the petition to try to get DC to reinstate the cover actually read Batgirl. And if not, would they be willing to buy the one issue just because of the cover? Frankly, I'm not really sure which answer depresses me more. Secondly, the fact that those who want the cover reinstated are citing artistic integrity is hilariously ironic, given that Raphael Albuquerque himself chose not to submit the cover to DC. Wouldn't DC's decision to go ahead with the cover therefore be a violation of the artist's right to have, artist's right to have a say on how the piece should be distributed? I wonder if those who are clinging to the First Amendment in this argument took that fact into account. Anyways, that's my two cents in the matter. I myself loved The Killing Joke when I was 15. But I get the feeling that if, you, if I read it now, I'd probably be just as skeeved as those who denounce it today. Perhaps it should be treated as simply a product of its time and not an important piece of DC continuity, which, let's face it, no one really knows what that is anymore. Keep up the good work, guys, and watch the fucking red... Aw, damn it! <laughs> Sincerely, Ben Gilbert. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you for, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, fucking Red Hot's ad. Um, well, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's, it's nice to get an email about when we actually have an intelligent debate. Because that's, you know, our, our annual intelligent debate about things. As opposed to just bullshit nonsense and Furious 7 gushing by me. What are you talking about, man? Toilet stories. Toilet stories. I'm not... I'm really trying hard not to bring up the toilet stories, because... Toilet stories. Epic. Toilet stories. Which, by the way, sorry I didn't get your email last week. It was... Raucous. Last week was a force of nature in and of itself. Yeah, no, I feel like... I mean, honestly, you know, toilet stories aside... Last week's show was, you know, as someone just listening to it, it was really cool to hear stories about, like, from dudes that are out there doing the, you know, as, as I believe, I think it may have been, um, it may have been Dirk who, you know, referred to as, like, sort of the mid-card comic creators, like, out there doing conventions and, you know, working and like really sort of like in the trenches kind of stuff like i think that's really cool i think people a lot of times people forget about that and uh i feel like we should have more of those people on the show it's true so there you go maybe maybe that'll be something is if there's if there's a mid-card person that we don't uh that we haven't mentioned or that you know about you know send us an email superflycomics at gmail.com Maybe don't call them Midgard when you try to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to them as, oh, are, this is... Are like... you mediocre? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
there's no, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not talking about their talent. I'm just saying, you know, this is what, you know, th that's where they're at. People go places, man. People shoot up the ladder and hopefully not for like, you know, writing shitty things to people. Um, but yeah, this is, this is the previous preview show. So we should, unless we have any other business that I've forgotten, which I don't think we have. I have one small proud father moment and All it's right. kind of going on Superfly news. There we go. Gavin had his very first comic shop visit to the one and only Superfly Comics at oh, on, yeah. his, True. on his two-week birthday on my actual birthday. We, it was his first adventure into the world that wasn't my house or a doctor's office. It was Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio. I touched the baby. Tony maybe held a baby. I can neither confirm nor deny. I wish that Tony, did you did you have your beard when the baby visited? I did. Alright. I wish that the baby had enough motor control that we could have gotten a picture of Gavin like hanging on. <laughs> I feel like that would have been amazing. And also really dangerous, but also really amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure baby Gavin did not even open his eyes at me. Yeah, he was just like, oh, he, cool. he was in a milk coma. There you go. Hey, man. It's good to have Eats, vices, you know. Eat, sleep, poop, repeat. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's baby they Gavin have, right they now. the dream. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if they don't, if WWE doesn't have that on a fucking onesie, like, we can only give away so many good ideas. Right? You know, like, that's, you know, and honestly, like, you could probably do that without WWE being able to sue you. Do you yeah. think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they'll find out eventually, but fuck them. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. All right, so let's, let's, let's talk about some previews, because this is, <clears throat> this is month, uh, you know, we, we, we're through the DC Convergence stuff. We are now into new look post-Convergence DC. Um, so all the cool DC creative things that we've talked about in the past now finally have <clears throat> actual solicitations. Uh, but we're still, we're still amid, uh, we're still amid Secret Wars. It's worth I noting that uh, Convergence... Uh, number zero, while hard to follow, is not terrible. Yeah, it's, you know, I read it. I did read it this week. It really felt like, it's like, okay, this book is for the for not the eight people that read the Doom story. This is for <laughs> everyone else, like, that doesn't really know what was up. Yeah. It's a li yeah, it's a little peculiar. I, I think I read it three times. Yeah, I well, I read it and immediately, like my immediate takeaway was, I think I liked that, but boy, this is gonna make a lot more sense with more issues. Yeah, and it's and good that it's a weekly in that regard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're not from, wrong. I mean, yeah, you're from, not wrong. But from yeah. a re from a reader point of view, it's good that it's a weekly. From a from a store. Selling books point of view, it is nail-bitingly terrifying. I completely understand that. Because um, <clears throat> I would imagine, like, I mean, are you technically going to have any sales numbers 
by the time the last FOC on this rolls out? I don't. This whole fucking thing, man. I'm seriously, I'm both of I'm just ordering completely blind. I have no fucking idea with Convergence or Secret Wars. I, I, I can't. I'm just making shit up. It doesn't even matter. By the time... This is gonzo yeah, retailing. By, by the time I have meaningful sales data for the first handful of issues, it won't be relevant sales data as applied to you know, those issues. It's, it's, I can't. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. I mean, because it's like, yeah, that's <coughs> excuse me. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of um, I mean, there are more and more it's interesting because I have seen more people complaining about, oh my god, there's so many Secret Wars books coming out. And, you know, Jared was talking about about it earlier, and I don't know, like, for me, I'm just like, yeah, there's more Secret Wars books coming out, but a lot of them look interesting, but also a lot of them don't. A lot of them like, don't. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, alright, cool, I mean, they're all, they're, I mean, they're definitely, like, chucking books left and right, like, there's no <coughs> core X-Men or, um, uh, Avengers stuff. Well, there's the A Force. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. Is like, but even the A Force book, you know, even that is like in its own thing. Like it seems, it seems like the A Force book is in its own universe, but it's kind of hard to tell. Then again, excuse me, there were people. Axel Alonso did an interview on CBR, and the way he phrased something people started losing their fucking minds because they thought that when Secret Wars was over, all the X-Men books were going to be in their own universe. Hmm. Because he said something like, we're building a whole new world for the... And they were just like, "Ah, no, they're finally doing it! They're finally doing it because Fox and and all these things and now the movies, they're going to totally separate them from the things and I knew it! And then it's like you had to do like a special interview to be like, no, that's I was speaking metaphorically. They're still in the regular Marvel universe. Same with Fantastic Four. Let me get rid of that. Fantastic Four, the the Secret Wars book is them fighting Space Punisher. That's yeah. controlled by Doctor Strange. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Why not? Well, and that's by the, the way, is like. If you haven't read Space Punisher, that book is amazing. It's not good, but it's definitely entertaining. But so it's the Fast and the Furious of Space Punisher books. Yeah, he and again, it sounds like spoilers, but it's the experience of watching it. He kills Galactus in the second book. Nice. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I uh that's pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, doesn't he kill the Watcher too? Like, yes. did, did, he originally killed the Watcher before Secret or whatever uh, original sin. <gasps> Space Punisher committed the original sin. He did. Boom. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's like there's definitely like a lot of stuff that's just fucking bizarre. And again, as we've said, is probably a nightmare to order. So if you're listening to this podcast and you 
um, and you have a shop that, you know, it should be super fly because you're going to get 20% off your purchase. Um, but if for some reason it's not super fly, for the love of God, be very specific about what you want from them. Yeah, you can't be willy-nilly about this thing, man. And, I, and it's like, I get it. There's going to be some stuff that's going to be a game day decision. You're going to come in and you're going to see it and you'll be like, oh, I mean, some of it is easy. Like, I mean, one of my things that I had on here is, you know, the, the Spider-Man book is going to be Renew Your Vows, which is married Spider-Man and their kid. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's like, bam. Married Spider-Man and their kid. Your move, Posada. Your move. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I know we haven't had the Jared jingle, but that is one of my my previews picks as the the Spider-Man uh, Renew Your Vows one and yeah. two. Uh, yeah, uh, Jared. Yeah, we yeah we didn't do we didn't do the theme song. So you know, give us give us the give us the previews. Oh my god! I'm wow. I'm trying to think. I was gonna try to do it. Uh, Death Grips asked, but it'd just be me yelling like I normally do. So, I don't know. I guess just sometimes I read previews, sometimes I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a right, long previews, day. Previews, previews. Where'd you get those previews? There you go. It's from Superfly Comics and Games. See, there you go, Daddy O. Everybody's reading previews now. <laughs> Come on, baby. Read the fucking previews. See, this is why I do it. <laughs> but you didn't and they had to step up that's the important thing yeah Look, we saw what happened I, I can be a skilled electrician or a skilled singer <laughs> which do you prefer do maybe, both you know, Jared, I've been putting maybe, all my efforts in being a dad too yeah. singing not so much Jared maybe if you'd let Tony get electrocuted he would have been woken up from his coma with more singing powers <laughs> is that how it works <laughs> maybe let's find out you didn't even let him find out you selfish son of a bitch I didn't let you get electrocuted <laughs> anyway Travis you were talking about <laughs> we were friends yeah oh. but yeah, but yeah, yeah so yeah so one of your picks I'm, I'll, I'll toss that pick to you yeah uh, that that's my in the uh, my one and only pick from the Marvel's uh, Marvel selection of uh, previews is the Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows issues one and two uh, by Dan Slott and Andy Kubert, which I, if I recall, Andy Kubert has never drawn a Spider-Man. Uh, was no, that, I was going to say who did actual or Adam Kubert, not Andy Kubert. My bad. Yeah. So it's 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 one of the Cuberts. Yeah, Cuberts doing Spider-Man. Cuberts on Cuberts. So makes you, you know, jump diagonally on a pyramid. Ooh. So someone got it. That's all that matters. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling my comic shop now, Tony Jared. I would like the Amazing Spider-Man. Renew your vows, please. Right. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so well, like, for this right now. Yeah, and, like, and that's, and that's one of those, and, well, and that's one of those things too, where it's like at least with renew your vows, that's a pretty easy one for one trade out. Because it's like, okay, if you were reading Spider Man, which right. I am, here's the guy that's been writing Spider Man in a book that's Spider Man. 
Of or so it would seem. Or so it would seem. I mean, like, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, the weird, like, I've got a, I've got a handful of, I mean, I didn't actually get a physical Marvel book, so I'm looking at mine on IGN, um, so I don't have page numbers to give. Um, but one that looked kind of wild, and again, this is, but this is one of those ones that's like, it's an odd fit because like, you don't have any history on it. Is uh, Weird World number one. And actually, there's two of them. It's Weird World 1 and 2, written by Jason Aaron, with art by Mike Del Mundo, who's, you know, been a pretty hot artist lately. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's Archon in, you know, quote, the wildest, most dangerous new corner of the Marvel Universe, a world of swords and sorcery and strange perverted science. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of cool. Perverted science, you say? Yeah, well, and then in the second issue, they say, Weird World is where the lost things go, like the barbarian Lord Archon, who I guess is, like, the star, who's now a prisoner of the underwater apes. Oh! Okay, I'm listening. Underwater apes, you say? And so it's like, okay, underwater apes, Jason Aaron, I'm about it, but I mean, you know... That's a tough. That's a tough row to go on that. Yeah, it's so. weird. It's a weird world. All right, Tony, what do you got? Um. Well, hey, since we're in the Marvel book, uh, let's kick over to page one hundred six, one hundred seven. They've got a hardcover of all the Star Wars number one variants. Six sons of bitches. Oh, plus all the covers for Star Wars number two through six, Leia one through five, Vader one through six. So, I mean, all of them, but oh my fucking god, 208 pages just of Star Wars variant cover splashes. And for $34.95, that's cheaper than spending $5 on $128. Well, let's divide that by two. No. Uh, 100 and, 104. I was close. 104 times 5. You do the math. That's. No, <laughs> <laughs> Ken, no I'm not going 20. to. 35 is definitely cheaper than whatever that was times 5. 520. Yes. <laughs> 208 divided by 2 is 104 times 5 is 520. That's, that was, that's, that's not rocket math. That was no. such a smooth. <laughs> You, I get you that you act like math is my electrician math is ours. <laughs> you act like math is my like what I do for a living is my career at the moment. <laughs> yeah, why are people trusting you with their money? Like this all of a sudden this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Calculators, guys. Calculators. <laughs> I work in a bank. <laughs> There's plenty of there's plenty of people that can that can math for me. They're like they're like you know what all I have to worry about is make sure that the errors go in our favor. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one getting in trouble for that. Um, no, I'm kidding. You guys are great. Uh, I don't want to make fun of people's professions. I had enough <laughs> trouble with that this past week. <sighs> Thanks, Facebook. Um, <laughs> Stop that. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, Star Wars art. I'm trying to find it on the the thing, but computers are slow. But yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's a way to go. 
Ooh, there's even a variant cover for the hardcover. You Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and is there gonna be, it's like Masada. Is there going to be... Now, here's the thing. Is there going to be a version of the book that has inside it the variant cover for the book that you just bought? And if that if there's they have that edition, <laughs> is that edition going to have a separate cover? And if that's the case... Is there going to be a fourth book that has to cover? And it is basically they're going to continue to publish this book until the end of time. You wow. motherfuckers. <laughs> I, was I was surprised not to add a bonus pick here, but they're doing the epic collections of things. And they have one that is, oh my God, computer, I want to punch you in the fucking brain. There it is. It's Star Wars The Old Republic by John Jackson Miller. Is that... That's from, Dark Horse that's, stuff. That's the Dark Horse stuff, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Oh, yeah. So they are beginning to reprint yeah, in large... Yeah, it's kicking right in. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, interesting. Interesting interesting way to go. All right, Jared, what, uh, what do you got? All right, so keeping with the Star Wars theme, on page... Uh, 550 in the regular Star Wars book and 549. Uh, I mean, you know, we're Star Wars in it up. Uh, there are. Thank you. It is the Stormtrooper and, uh, and Darth Vader as Samurai General and Samurai Warrior statues. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. If we can start doing these. Darth Vader is a mere ninety two ninety nine. It's an odd as hell price point, but And then the Stormtrooper is a mere eighty one ninety nine. This is gonna sound kind of blasphemous, but I feel like the Stormtrooper looks cooler. Well it's I mean Darth Vader. it looks badass. <laughs> I mean it's like I I don't like. I don't know. I think that the, I think the mask on Darth Vader is a. While it makes sense, I think it's a little weird, but I still think I still think they're both equally cool. Like the, it's. I think it's just the mental picture of there are, you know, this. There's hundreds of these samurai warrior stormtroopers out, and he still has a gun. Yeah. Is what's also it's awesome. a, yeah, it's a fucking space gun. It's not a musket. It's not like, you know, like that's something that's like maybe some sort of like medieval equivalent. It's still a laser gun. But he's just, like but I've got a sword too, just in case. Well, you know. It, they they invented a lot of things yeah. around then. So I mean they could have very well had laser guns. And you know, you know, like you know how Texas is, man. We we take out anything. <laughs> we take anything out of fucking out of history. Americans made laser guns because Call of Duty, not like you know, hundreds of years ago in some other country. Other countries don't know anything about anything. We invented samurais. That's why Tom, uh, the dude. God, I forgot what his name. I was going to say Tom Selleck, but it's not. It's Tom I wish Tom Selleck was the last samurai. <laughs> oh my god, the movie would have been so much better. Um, point, of, point of interest, Holy this shit. Stormtrooper has nipples. 
I, you know what? I realized that as Jared was going on his weird anti-Texas rant, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Is there anything weird about an anti-Texas rant? No. I mean, it's generally factual, so okay. you, know, you can't really like, you know, get too... But yeah, no, I was like, that armor has nipples. It's cold and feudal. They got mountains and snow and all kinds of shit over there. But yeah, I would love to see. I think yeah, I think Jared's right. This is a a trend that we could go to see more of. Like, I would love to see more sci like different genre versions of big pop culture things like that. This better be the fucking movie. All right. That would That's be amazing. Insane. If yeah. we, oh my god, if we can have a fucking not even like the whole movie, just just part of it like if like if they did like in the new movie like they were like hey here it is like five thousand years ago before they had spaceships here's like jedi people with actual swords which i'm not a huge like star wars history person but i do know that like there apparently there was like even like way fucking before like old republic stuff like yeah before they had space travel I guess there were Jedi, and they actually had swords. Yeah, man. And they also used to have lightsabers that they had to plug into their belt. So, so it was a long, long time ago. Yeah. In so, a galaxy far, far, far away. Yeah. So also, yeah. I'm really glad that, that Lucas skipped way ahead in the story to when they didn't have the belt-powered uh, lightsabers, because that's a that's a tough look to pull off. Yeah. It's that's that's no that's no wallet and chain like that's that's a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hindrance that's a hindrance right there that's I can imagine going to a concert please leave your wallets and chains and lightsabers <laughs> and chains at the door well it's like they do all those fancy twirls and I feel like some dude's gonna do a fancy twirl and then he cuts his power cord and he's like oh shit or he just yanks it out and he's like hold on hold on I gotta replug it in time out time out or people just use the force and they just unplug someone's belt. There you go. Saber <laughs> a chain. Kids, we had these problems back in corner controller days and in video games. You just unplug player two. Sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go. All right, Travis. We're back around to you. What do you got? All right, my next pick, and I apologize if it is anyone else's pick from. Uh, Archie Comics on page 270, 271, 272, and 273. It's the entire goddamn section. Uh, Archie number one by Mark Wade and Fiona Staples. Um, I, like Tad, not the biggest fan of Archie, but Archie has been really uh, doing some big things and wasn't this week but a couple weeks ago i'd actually went into the shop and asked tony if this had already came out i was excited for it so um i i think this is going to be awesome and i i hope it is at least yeah i will say i mean yeah again like this is this is a hell of a move for them and hopefully uh it's it, I'm sure it'll come off very well. Um, I will say I'm a little bummed. I mean, because they they announced that they're and we we missed it. We had I think it was the week that all the awfulness was going on. 
but they are going to do a like a Archie horror imprint. Oh, uh, and hopefully, oh, that's yeah, awesome! Like so, it's they're like that's going to get its own imprint because I was just looking through here and I'm like, you know, it's because it's been I know personally like it's been forever since I've read Afterlife with Archie. I still haven't gotten on the the Sabrina, the Sabrina book. I want to read that, but it's like there hasn't been solicits. For either, there's no solicits for either one of those books in this one. So hopefully, they're building up some stuff. They're building up some issues, and when they do the actual launch of the horror imprint, they have those good to go. The second Sabrina is supposed to be out April fifteenth. Unless they have, they've only done one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, yeah, we fucking bid on that retailer. The retailer variant, and then that's the only one that's come out. Yeah, see, that's fu- like that's kind of fucked up. It's made it really easy to sell three hundred copies of that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like, has I mean, did they did they do? I mean, is Afterlife with Archie like maybe seven came out right? Yeah, seven came out, and then it's been playing the same game. Yeah, I think so. it's like the uh, I think the with the restarting, I think it kind of got. It kind of got off track, and then it was like, "Well, we're yeah, we're gonna do that," and yeah. then, and then all that's gonna happen. No, I get it, but it's just yeah. ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's you're you're killing you're killing your momentum. Hopefully, um, they will get the momentum back with Archie Number One. But yeah, point point of interest about this: we're we're shown twenty two different unique covers here. Mm-hmm. None of them are incentives. They each have their own unique free to, free to order line item codes. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, so look at that. You can just straight up just you know be like, uh, let me get a let me get a David Mack and uh, the Joe Weisma, a couple of Jerry Ordways, and that uh, sketch man. Gotta have that blank. Ron Solis, yeah, nah, give me, uh, give me six of them stack. Yeah, how many? How many is that? Can I get a dozen? All right, let me get a dozen. Let me get a couple of the Francisco Francavilla. Wrap them up. Wrap, Wrap up. them up. <sighs> That's pretty awesome. And, and it's That's a thirty-two pager. I just saw that instead of a twenty-two or twenty-four. Yeah. So oversized for three ninety-nine. I'm actually I'm a little flummoxed by this because what. I mean, we we all know how much I hate the variant game and all that mess, but I when it's a when it's when it's an incentive, it's really easy because I can just go well. I can either hit fifty or I can't, or I can either hit two hundred or I can't. But now it's like, well, how many? I don't know how many Zadarsky ones do I want to order for the shelf? How many Genevieves? Yeah. Does anyone know and or care who T Rex is? Also, how did he draw with, like, the little... Moving on. Yeah, he's got the little arm. No, moving on. He just puts the pencil in his mouth. He's a goddamn hero is what he is. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have to listen to your fucking jokes. (coughs) That man survived a meteor, and you're going to fucking make fun of him? His arms are tiny? You sick bastard. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy you sick bastard what do we got let me 
Um, well, keeping okay, keeping with the theme of books that haven't been out in a while. <laughs> and I bring, I've, I've brought this up on occasion. Not in a I'm trying to be mean way, but as a thing that comes out on page 221 of the image book, or in the image section. Uh, non-player number two. Okay. What? <laughs> by Nate Simpson. Sure. What? I, you know, I hope. No, I, that book was great. It was, yeah, exactly. The first issue was great, and it came out, I want to say it came out before I moved to Chicago. I feel like that's accurate. Which was December of 2010. And I, you know, God bless them. They're, you know, they're trying to put a positive spin on it. It says the sold out series returns. All right. I'm not going to, don't necessarily want to quibble semantics on that, but well, I'm sure it was sold out. I mean, although it's offered again. Um, with a new printing. With a new print. I mean, I guess that is a new printing. So you can get it. I mean, hopefully, yeah, the first issue. The first issue is great. I mean, so hopefully it will actually continue and be a thing. Because right now it's not a thing. It's basically the new Lady Mechanica. Which, by oh. the way, when I went when I went and I bought this previews, I looked around and I saw that there was a Lady Mechanica issue that they had listed as like, oh, this came out this week. And I was Lady like, Mechanica did come out this week. I was like, oh, you guys. <coughs> Lady Mechanica, you guys. <laughs> so. That variant was, it caught me off guard, by the way. It was like, oh, hey. I didn't see the variant. They just had the regular one. It was... Was it racy? Busty. It was It was sexy time, man. It was practical sexy time, for as practical as steampunk can be. They, so, they love their they love their pouches. <laughs> they had a wind up corset. It was crazy. <laughs> oh God, had to crank that shit. Oh, that's what that's what Soldier Boy Soldier was Boy. talking about. <laughs> All right, Jared. Speaking of Soldier Boy, what do you uh, what do you got? Well, unlike Soldier Boy, these things are awesome. Uh, page five twenty. Alien studio scale power loader statue. Oh my, it is 33 inches tall. It is 25 inches wide. It is a mere $1,199.95. And it's fucking great. And it's, yeah, you know why it's great? Because they used actual dimensions. <laughs> Travis can be like, "Can I put my baby in this? I might right? be able to put my baby in this." <laughs> How big is it? Seriously, buy this and put your baby in it. Don't be a jerk. Holy! Is sh- there still free shipping in Ohio for this? <laughs> um. Uh. I mean, if you're buying this thing, I mean, the least we could do is free shipping. I guess. <laughs> I. You know. I mean, I don't, we 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 kind of don't do the free shipping in state anymore. Oops. There you go. <laughs> there's, there's no tactful way to throw that out there. Um, it, it got expensive, and we don't do that anymore. Anyways, my baby would fit in this right now. Toys bigger than a baby. Well, just keep 
Well, just keep your baby this size until August when this ships. Yeah, All right. Just, just bind it up. Like, I mean, you know, people do that, right? Just wrap them up and, like, you know. Yeah. Super tight swaddle them. Yeah, exactly. Just bur- it's an Olympic sport. Yeah, just burrito the <laughs> shit out of that kid for the next, like, couple months and you're good to go. All right. Just burrito the shit out of that kid. burrito the fuck out of that kid. What you do is you get a, get a bunch of blankets, go into a Chipotle. Be like, all right, look. God. Show me how you do this. We don't need the heat press yet. I mean, because, you know, we maybe warm up the blankets a little bit. I don't know. But, you know, don't give me the new key, like the new people. Because when the new people make your burrito, you can we can watch it. Like, like this thing's falling apart right now. Oh, yeah. I called it out like Babe Ruth, like the last time I was in I was in Chipotle. This lady's making my burrito. I turned to my friend. I was like, there's no way that burrito's holding up. <laughs> it can't withstand. She fucked it up. No, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, she's trying, and I applaud her for trying. But no, nah, I applaud you for trying, but you're trying. doing all this. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was obvious because, like, they were obviously like training her and everything. And like, again, yeah, like, that's fine. I'm not gonna be like, um, can you like right now? I'm alright now. Cast my burrito. I guess gonna fall apart. I'm like, no, man. It's fucking Chipotle burrito. That's cool, but. You know, it's going to be a race to get that shit in my mouth before it's all over my hands. I feel like I've said that a few times in my life, but who maybe not about burritos. Yeah. Who, who hasn't? Um, but uh, yeah, real quick on the other page, on page 521, there is a 125 scale model of the Flintstone. God damn, they live in the past! You can't fucking figure out! What one twenty fifth of a fake fucking caveman car lo- is like? <laughs> now some of my rages. Now, now they. It's sent- a great introductory kit for young builders or an easy fun build for seasoned hobbyists. No, it's you can't. Also, it can't be both of those things. <laughs> it's like you can give this to children because it's really easy to make, or if you really like a challenge, you should try to make it too. Wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But and has uh, it always been called the Flint Mobile? No, that's just some bullshit they made up. Yeah. So right. what? Their family car, the Flint Mobile. What is that? What sense does that even make? I mean, that sounds like a GI Joe ripoff, exactly. really. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, some of my anger is mitigated by the fact that they sent me a link to that lady mechanic variant. Oh. So. <laughs> Just saying, man, yeah. crank that corset. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she's painted in there. That's pretty rough. That <laughs> is, you know, semi-practical. <laughs> uh, oh, I hate that artist. Yeah. Um. All right, Tony. What do you uh? What do you got? Um. <clears throat> let's see where I go. Where I go? Right, a couple different ones. I moved away from all of them. Okay, so I was aware that Sex Criminals was going to start doing triple X variants. Oh, man. I was not aware, page 225, I was not aware that the first one for number 11 here was going to be a Brian Lee O'Malley triple X variant. Oh, man. Oh, man. I never knew how badly I wanted to see Brian Lee O'Malley draw pornography. Until just now. Oh, my God. Apparently, it's very badly. I would like very much to see that. The best part is that the book costs $4.69. You you sly motherfuckers. 
God Fraction, damn. you are an ill brother. I feel like I feel like Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky, they are the like the the eighties cop duo. And like the comics industry is like, God damn it, Fraction Zdarsky, did you just get the fucking Scott Pilgrim guy to draw dildos on a comic? You can't do that shit. God damn. Like, Turn Captain, your badge. Yeah. Captain, we'll do whatever we want. We're sending you to Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, I I love the idea. <laughs> I love the idea that Matt Fraction can somehow be in comics, uh, comics Eddie Murphy. In that, in that <laughs> Which I I guess would make Zdarsky Nick Nolte, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how that. this works. I can see, but I can see both. Of, I feel like both of those things are really accurate. Yeah, I could, I'm just saying. I these have gotten a lot more interesting now. Like before, it was just if we remember correctly, it was the super violent cross cover that we couldn't show. And I'm like, I don't want to know what that is. I don't. I I've seen what your normal covers are. I don't want to see you trying to do worse things. But this is. Oh, this is going to be a problem. I might actually collect these. Yeah, I'm like, thinking about for it. For personal use. I'm just, who else are they going to get, though? That's, That's my the whole thing. thing. Like, I just figured it was going to be them again or whatever. Like, the the fact that they're opening it up to other artists, any, anybody could be next. Oh, it's Katie Cook, isn't it? Oh. I, I, oh. I, I don't. I, oh, no. I, I, like, I like how the art for both those issues, too. For issue 11 on the regular cover, the artist is listed as Crip Zbloods. Oh, that's all that. Crip Zbloods? Uh, yeah, so for Chep the. Dirk Dirk. Yeah, Chep Dirk Dirk. <laughs> it's, it's the same story. Like, it's literally the same story. All it is is an alternate cover, but they're like, no. That's how we fuck with you. Fucking assholes. That's how, that's how you know, that's how the fuckers who do sex criminals fuck with you. And what's a Maname? Do you see that at the top? It's like issue 11, Maname. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. So, that's pretty awesome. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Travis, what do, you, what do you got? All right. On page 360 from Fantagraphics. Uh, Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge and Donald Duck, Treasure Under a Glass, The Don Rosa Library, Volume 3. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Don Rosa is the modern, uh, I guess, storyteller artist of uh, Scrooge McDuck. He took over uh, and filled a lot of story plots from Carl Barks and uh, his Uncle Scrooge work is amazing. He's actually won Eisner's for the life and times of Scrooge McDuck. Um, so the first two volumes are available to reorder on the next page on 361, but volume three is coming out and I highly, highly recommend it. Right oh, yeah. Classic stuff. Classic stuff. All right, what do, what do I have? I got to... Because I actually, it's funny, I didn't originally have this X-Criminals variant, and then I was like, wait, someone should mention that. And we did. 
and that's what's right with the world. Good job, team. Yeah, good job, team. Um, so in, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the secret... In the, oh, right <laughs> you just repeated the That's so good. Yep, there you go. <sighs> On page 153 in the DC section, this is pretty fucking boss. Um, I know there's been a lot... Harley Quinn is definitely reaching Deadpool levels. That's the point, though. Yeah, and that is the point. But this uh, Harley Quinn on a motorcycle statue is fucking awesome. That cosplay is going to be really cool, whoever decides to do that. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's not only is it, like, it's awesome, the, the costume... Uh, that she's wearing, which I don't think she's worn in anything before. Like, maybe the video games. Maybe there's been a version like this. I mean, and there was, I mean, there was definitely, like, a lot of backlash to the New 52 Harley Quinn outfit. But I feel like since then, there's been some changing ups to, like, you know, how, how she dresses and everything. And the video game's taken something. And so it's like, I kind of like when we get different people's interpretations of that stuff. But, like, that's fucking great. She's got the giant chest piece tattoo. She's rolling an acme bomb at someone. Like, if they keep this, like, if the face sculpture is as good as that close-up picture is on there, and, like, if the paint job remains that good on the statue, like, that's amazing. Ooh, speaking of previews looking awesome, Tony, want to tell everybody about Attack on Titan mugs? and then you had to bring the show down sorry he was already really mad but like yeah this may be a good time to bring that up if tony wanted to bring that up uh loyal listeners will remember when i thought an attack on titan beer stein looked really cool in previews We ordered some. It looks great, right? (laughs) Well, okay, so here's the thing. It it claimed to be a molded beer stein, and what I assumed, and this is on me, what I assumed was that it was going to be a molded hard plastic that would look like the image that they showed us. Which was an awesome image. Mm -hmm. Which was an awesome image. And made structural sense. What we received was a ceramic um, thing. Abomination. <laughs> Shit house. <laughs> it looks. It looked like someone pointed Homer Simpson's makeup gun <laughs> and just shot it. Like it literally, like when I saw the picture that Tony posted on Facebook, I was like, it, I had to. I was like, are those? Oh wow, those are supposed to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It it. Everybody I've shown this thing to, their immediate response was, "This looks like a high school art project." And that's the thing. It's like if if somebody had that, if like a kid at uh, like a high school like did something like that. Or it was like at a craft thing. I'd be like, you know what? That's not great, but you know what? I can't do that shit. That's kind of awesome. This is like, this is a licensed thing. Somebody submitted that 
That went to a higher power to a dude in a suit who went, yeah, let's go with that. While he's just sitting on a couch made of $100 bills. Yeah. And I'm like, I I have to... There was, there was someone in the meeting that was like, I, like that they saw like one of the first things that roll off and they're like I don't know man this like this doesn't really look that great like do we really want it and the guy's like dude we can put attack on titan on anything and we'll make millions of dollars shut the fuck up greg like, <laughs> shut the fuck i don't care they'll buy it what are they going to do return it Oh, yeah. Oh, because we're offering them with returnability. Because people can just buy a thing, and if it turns out it's not like the image that we showed them, they can just return it and get their money back. Because that's a thing that we do. We just give people's money back all the time. Here's the thing. In addition to just the aesthetics of it being completely completely different than the concept image they showed us. And I get it, concept images are going to be different than the finished project to a certain degree. I don't expect it to look this different. But I get on some degree it's going to look a little bit different. But here's the thing. The concept sketch that we were looking at when we when we placed the order, so it's, it's the Colossal Titan, right? He's towering over the wall, and it's built into the shape of a beer stein, right? And... The way the concept art is shown, the, the Colossal Titan's head is sort of coming out and forward, vaguely parallel to the lid of the mug. The piece we got is just the fucking head, like, poking out right goddamn on the top of the lip of the glass. Like, literally, if you're drinking beer out of this, you might get through one... But, like, at some point over the course of the night, that Titan head is hitting your teeth. If you're using it as a serious drinking thing. Imagine a piece of ceramic the size of a jumbo olive just exactly in mouth zone on your favorite drinking mug. So, so many instances of phrasing right there. But I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Yeah. It's it's not good. And I gotta try to sell it to people with a straight face. Yeah, we gotta look at people's face. This thing's twenty three dollars and I'm like <clears throat> I'm marking it down to twenty already and people are going, uh <laughs> like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, now is it like I feel I feel bad because my first thought was like, Well, is there anything on the outside of the box? Can you sell them with the box? No, no, it is no, a blank white a box. Blank white box. So you can't even with like the the, the 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 shitty packing styrofoam, the kind where you like you reach in to pull the the the, the piece out and it just crumbles in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Say, like maybe we can see, maybe you can sell them at conventions, and like they'll just see the box from afar and be like, oh, that's an Attack on Titan beer stein. It has like you know. No. <laughs> Fucked no. up. Can you? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Can you? No. Well, what if you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. That sucks. Uh. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that's rough, dude. All right, so uh, Jared, I think it's it's your go. All right, I think uh, I think this is gonna be my last one, cause. 
Uh, as ridiculous as those Lady Death variants are, it's not worth talking about them. Oh my god, they're so bad. But, uh, on page 155 in the uh, DC Collectibles uh, section, we have a uh, Constantine TV Dr. Fate's helmet. Two different ones. There is a standard edition that is uh, 18 inches tall. That is a near... Four hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents yeah, on sale buy, in October. Which you, allocation, which you could buy if you're a poor motherfucker. Uh, allocations may occur, by the way. And then there is a limited edition twenty four karat gold plated version of the same helmet. Only two hundred will be made. You can get one for a mere seven hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents. Allocations may occur. Available in October. That's what the real players get. What is that <laughs> non-gold plated? Do- Wait, is that a non-gold plated Doctor Fate helmet? Get the fuck out of here with that junk, man! Gold plated all day. Gold the- all in my chain. <laughs> the best gold thing is all in my Nabu helmet. <laughs> and the best thing is, if you really get hard up, you can just sit it on the radiator and melt it down and just That's sell right. it. I guess. Depending on how much gold's going for, or what Alex Jones says it is, I don't know. Substantially less than eight hundred dollars for like <laughs> the 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 layer of foil they emboss over it or whatever. I mean, it's like it's got to be like a spray paint coat of gold. Yeah. I want someone in a horror movie to use this. <laughs> like, we're gonna melt it down and make a gold bullet, son. Gold <laughs> bullet to kill the. Gold Wolf or whatever. I don't know. Look. <laughs> I'm going to take a out of this helmet. All right? All I'm saying is make a bullet out of the helmet, shoot someone in the face with it, collect millions of dollars. Oh, man. I got shot in the face with a helmet. <laughs> if only I had some sort of head protection. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he was this. No, no. What it is is they're wearing a helmet, but it's the shitty non-gold-plated one, son. Gold went through it, motherfucker. Gold went through it. Oh, you broke-ass son of a bitch. That's why you spring for the gold. That's why you spring for the gold. Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that that's decadence, man. If you can't it's it's eighteen inches, you could put that you could put that on Travis's baby. Yeah, you could bigger than a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna I wanna fucking eat a big ass serving a chili out of a gold plated Doctor Fate helmet. <laughs> that's what I want. And that's probably what's going to happen with that helmet. That is an actual thing that will happen in real life. I guarantee it at some point in the future, some nerd who spends all of his money on shit like this, but he also, but he doesn't, you know, do dishes. That guy's totally getting robbed by me. He's going to need something to put his like daily three cans of Hormel chili in. And he's going to duct tape up the eye holes. (laughs) Dump that chili in the helmet. God. I gotta Uh, have my chili. Ma, do the dishes! I mean, you know, my Dr. Fate helmet! No, you! I did them before! You do them! I gotta eat out of the helmet! 
no, no, my, no. You're touching on some real shit, by the way, just now. I just like, I just fucking ate some goddamn cereal out of a mug the other day. Damn! What did I say? I'm not fucking telling lies on this podcast. I'm at home looking at the cat's empty food dish, going, "How clean is that?" I know my people. I know no, my no. fucking people, because you know what? If I bought that helmet, I'd do the exact same thing. I'm not immune. <laughs> I'm not fucking immune. I've eaten cereal out of a mixing bowl, because I don't want to do dishes. <laughs> We've all been eaten, there. Have you, have you eaten cereal out of the box? You just pour the milk into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're living, baby. No, but I, I did catch myself looking sidelong at the Ziplocs earlier. <laughs> No, see, I know my fucking people. Uh, I know my people. I tell no fucking lies on this show. <laughs> Can I make that play? I don't. <laughs> that's not a very deep zig. Well, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. God, I guess I'll watch all bowl. It's 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 the to go things. It's like there was a thing I saw on Facebook where someone was like, "I'm going to do that whole. I'm going to prepare a meal a day, and it's just saran wrapped slices of pizza." Tupperware, like, here you go. I planned out my week. Single slices of pizza wrapped in saran wrap. Oh, all right, Tony, what have you got? Can you eat food out of it? (laughs) (laughs) Funny you should mention it. Uh, Starfire is wearing clothes. They got it right, you guys. Page 101, and this is, I mean, obviously we all saw this coming a little bit, but holy shit, Starfire, they put goddamn clothes on that bitch. Who's writing that? Who's writing that uh, Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor and oh, so somebody as a team. Somebody yeah. good is writing it. Yeah, yeah I'm it's, actually super excited about this book. Yeah, it's the, te- yeah, it's the Harley Quinn team. Um, you know, different artist, I believe, but there you go. And I I would be remiss if I didn't point out on the opposite page, page 100, section 8, number 1, written by Garth Ennis, drawn by John McCree. Mm -hmm. This this is our Hitman sequel. I mean, it is the the return of the Hitman team. uh, Tommy Monaghan is dead, but all all of his backup cast, like fucking Dog Welder, Bator, I am Bator! The the whole, oh my... I'm yeah. so excited. I... Yeah. Spoil- spoilers for the end of Hitman, but you should have read that already. Uh-oh. Yeah, spoilers for the end of Hitman. It's still, it's literally, it's worth the ride, though. It is one of those things. Yeah, it's super worth the ride. It's absolutely worth the ride, yeah. And this I is... don't feel like it's that much of a spoiler, really. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing, it's a thing that happened. The book came out, like, when was the last the last issue? It was like 10 goddamn years ago, right? I mean, it's, it was, it's, been, a, it's been a long-ass time. D- depends on if we count that two-parter or not, but yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, this yeah, and that was one of those books that when they like when DC's like, hey, we're re we're we're reloading, we're kind of reconfiguring some shit, we're figuring some stuff out, and then they this was one of the books that they announced, and I was like, all right, I'm listening because if you're yeah. gonna, if you're gonna do that, but I mean, even as a miniseries, like that's fine. It doesn't. We don't need a Section 8 ongoing. It's six issues as a miniseries. That's going to be... That's plenty. Yeah, it's fine. And also, I mean, like, I got I to gotta put it out there. As much as I bitch about the whole, like, they're changing everything up and they're forcing me to order blind and all this nonsense, I'm super proud of both of the big two for the diversity of genre titling they're putting out through Secret Wars and 
convergence and the aftermath. Well, like I mean, they're they're really hitting a a broad spectrum of of appeals. It's smart business, man. Like it's it's I, you know I mean it's like it's cool, but I mean they they both have had success with it. Like you know with uh like with Batgirl uh, getting redesigned and everybody kind of universally loving that and like Spider Gwen. And Squirrel Girl I and know, like, I mean, like and, who, you know, who every- would have thought Prez was gonna come back? <laughs> and yeah, and that Prez books looks fucking awesome. Yeah, or like fucking Omega Man, which I mean, that's that's a weird choice, but I mean, it's but it's also, that's all too. It's like there are dudes that are gonna be really hyped for Omega Man, and we may not be those dudes, but it's like at least they're like, all right, man. I mean, and that's kind of like how it was when New Fifty Two happened. But mm-hmm. In, and a lot, then, in a lot of ways, like, for a lot of that stuff, the quality kind of wasn't there, you know? But maybe it seems like they're, you know, taking they're taking a little bit more chances. They're doing a little bit more, you know... Well, you got to take chances is the yeah. thing. I mean, it just, you don't, you know, just, just maintaining doesn't you know doesn't make you doesn't get any get you any strides with people i mean if you were you know if you're just doing the same thing everybody's already seen the same thing so you know at some point you kind of have to you have to like do take a step it's not in this previews but apparently they're doing a star trek green lantern crossover what yeah. yeah, that that's a that that's is an announcement today. A real thing that's happening. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's kind of <laughs> is Hal Jordan gonna get punched out by Kirk? Oh, please. Am, am I? Are you gonna? Is, can Picard getting get into a, can talk to John Stewart about something? Is is this what's happening here? I'm just asking questions, man. What ring are they gonna give to Spock? Oh God, he's a black lantern. Oh, he's but too soon. Sorry. <laughs> first of all, too wow. Soon. First of all, too soon, and second of all, fuck you. But, um, <laughs> I didn't mean it. Yeah. No, Star no. Trek Green Lantern: The Spectrum War is what it's called. What the fuck? <sighs> that's that's fucking crazy. That yeah, that's that's unreal. That's my yeah. pick. That's my pick in this out of this previews is that thing that you said. That's my number one. <laughs> so is DC thing. throwing the gambit down of like Marvel and and Star Wars are like, hey, look. Oh snap! I didn't even think about that. Oh <laughs> no, shit! No, we're getting track back now. We're getting track back now. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh shit! Because that's right. Because DC used to do the Star Trek comics. So, so mm-hmm. did Marvel. Well, that's true. Like, I, think, I, think, I think everybody's had a turn. Like, Who does the Star yeah. Trek movies? Star Trek is like the fucking sloppy seconds of uh, uh, yeah. the movies are Paramount. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's Paramount, um, and then IDW still has the rights to do the comics. And that book comes out in July. That's I'm all about that. I was all right, um, Fowler. What do you got? And then I will. This will be our last our last hurrah here, and I will zip through some some picks real quick my last pick speculators be wary i'm giving you a heads up right now um don't give them heads up uh, hey they can order it at least instead of call you on the day of and be like hey do you have this All right yeah you've... don't do that by the way yeah again it goes back to what i'm saying if you're seeing stuff this is why you look at previews 
pre-order that shit, man. On page 163 from IDW, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 215 by Larry Hama and Shannon Gallant, The Death of Snake Eyes. That'll be weird. So, I and, this is, and this is also, too, by the way, this is now two previews in a row that they don't have a new one of the Karen Travis series that they did. It's ending at 8. Really? Yeah, it, it, uh, she had a 12-issue uh, arc. IDW cut it to eight. They made, she kind of re- came out with that either early this week or sometime this week. So it's ending at issue eight. Yeah, Death, Death of I mean, I wonder if they're winding down their G.I. Joe franchise. I mean, I. Why now? It, Why not three years ago? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean. You're not. Yeah, no, he's not wrong. I mean, IDW. I mean, it's like IDW had a really good run with G.I. Joe, and then they got into the thing where they put out too many books, and then, like. They did the like, a lot of weird relaunches. So, I mean, that's just part and parcel for GI Joe comics, honestly. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of GI Joe shit, but it's like, yeah, and also I read the first issue of the Karen Travis one, and I was like, ah, okay, this is really covering the thrilling action adventure of a Senate subcommittee. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Sometimes those are awesome. Maybe, yeah. Very maybe like, rarely. Yeah, like maybe in foreign countries where they start punching each other, but <laughs> this is America where we make things awful. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I was going to say, I mean, tell no lies, man. Um, all right, well, yeah, Death of, Death of Snake Eyes, that could be a thing. Um, so, yeah, handful of things that I'm going to zip through, as I always do, because I'm greedy as shit. And I do this all the time. Uh, on page 490, talking about Batgirl, really awesome Batman 66 Batgirl statue. $200. It is 12 inches tall. Pretty fucking rad. Uh, you, you know, Yvonne Craig in the purple... The purple and yellow, which it's funny. It was literally until I saw that statue that I realized that was kind of the callback that they were making on the new Batgirl outfit. Oh, hey. I was like, Mm. oh, yeah, because this this one has purple on it, too. Uh, Speaking of uh, IDW and franchises that are maybe winding down, I still, no spoilers, please, for me on this one, because I still haven't read their final issues of it. But, um... Ghostbusters is getting a new miniseries where they <laughs> apparently cross over and they meet the people from the cartoon. They meet the real Ghostbusters. They meet the real Ghostbusters from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. And not, oh, shit. as I said to one of my coworkers, I mentioned something about Ghostbusters. Oh, because I was super pissed off that someone at work sold us a six-inch Stay Puft Marshmallow Man pop vinyl and they got it before I did. <laughs> another one of my empl- uh, uh, co-workers got it but um <clears throat> uh, they were one of my co-workers was like oh like that's the one with like the purple gorilla right and i'm like i will punch you in the fucking <laughs> <throat>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, 
but maybe that's the next one. Like, that would be amazing if they were like, nope, and then the next series we're going to do a thing. Um, hey, and Slimer connects all the covers. Yeah. So I'd you've, that. Yeah, you've got all the, the covers and everything. Well, it looks cool, you know. Um, on page 142, we knew that it was ending. And this is a really interesting way to go. Uh, Fables Volume 22... Or as it's known in some circles, Fables Issue 150. Hmm. Because it's 160 pages. Jesus! For seventeen ninety nine, And they're like, yeah, this is the 150th issue, but it's also Fables Volume 22. Damn! Because it's basically one giant ending graphic novel. Which, again, that's kind of an interesting way to go to end a long-running a long-running series like that. It opens into a four-panel mural and it has metallic ink? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot going on with this. But it's right. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, you've been reading Fables for this long? Well, here you go. Here's, spend $18 to get the final issue. Well... I mean, again, it's like you're getting the final trade also... So. That's a hell of an end, though, man. If you're yeah. gonna, if for a, for a series that is is you know that kind of epic in scale, that's a that's a fucking. I don't think too many people are gonna complain about yeah, that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's it was one of, like my first knee jerk reaction was kind of like, wow, that's like a lot to make people get. But again, it's like, yeah, that's because like think of how much story you can cram into. Like you could do so many like fucked up twists and turns and just tell the story like in a long form way that you want to tell it, you know, just like, uh, like as a thing and like, nothing's going to get spoiled. Like you could have, you could kill people off on page 10 and bring them back on page, you know, 80 and then kill them again on page 148. Yeah. There's so many twists and turns. Yeah. You could just, you could do, I mean, so I think that's like, that's kind of cool. In that way. So I like the wheel landed on. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and then for those of you that are wondering, uh, yes, page 119. I'm sure there's an annotation maybe in the book, but you can't like the Batgirl 41 variant is still solicited. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, again, this was probably put together before all that stuff happened. Um, but yeah, and there were there were a handful of things. In the Marvel book that I also want to talk about, there are apparently weird Gwen Stacy variants on a lot of books. Most notably, Ultimate End has a Brian Michael Gwendis variant by Chip Zdarsky, aforementioned uh, Nick Nolte-esque comic creator. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know what the fuck, like, if you go through the book, apparently there's a lot of them that are like, oh, Iron Gwen variant. Or X Gwen variant or whatever. So apparently it's like Gwen Stacy month. But there's yeah Brian Michael Gwendis on Ultimate End number two. Um, but yeah, but, uh, the other uh, Secret Wars books that I'm super into, uh, Ghost Racers, where it's basically Death Race 2000 with all the versions of Ghost Rider they've ever done. I just like how the trend is just like it's all of what every version of whatever character, and that's kind of great though. Like that's a lot of fun. Like especially in this instance, when you're doing like I like that this is the way they're playing out the Secret Wars Battle World stuff. 
Uh, we're getting new runaways pretty much in title only, but it's, you know, it'll be an interesting, uh, you know, they're like, hey, we're gonna, we're doing that with some of those characters. And, um, what was the other one? Oh, they're doing in the trades, they have a giant Howard the Duck trade that they're doing. It's like 340 pages of Howard hmm. the Duck shit. So rad but yeah so that's that's previews we went a little long you know because i'm here and that's what happens but it's okay though man because we had, we had to talk about dr fate's helmet and the chili bowl like that's a thing that had to happen yeah you know i mean that's 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 a hundred percent that's a thing we had to do it had to happen because holy shit man a mere eight hundred dollars, and you could have a solid gold helmet. Yeah, don't be, yeah, don't be a broke ass motherfucker. Spend the money. Get, go, get, yeah, go for yeah, the go gold. the full nine. Yeah, go, go for, for the gold. gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Literally, like, on I, that. I, like I can't believe that it's taken us this long to get to there. Um, next week, uh, next week maybe we'll do book club. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We're a little, we're a little, we're a little off schedule on our uh, book club previews thing because previews this one was a week late. But most importantly, I got the day off work on Friday and on Saturday, so I will have Daredevil the Netflix series completely watched by the time we record next week. Oh yeah, that's, that thing's happening. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In my exiting is Daredevil's Friday. Yeah. So. Shit. It's Thursday at midnight, unless you're a fucking coward. Take a I'll nap. be up yeah, every three exactly hours. Every three hours. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can watch Daredevil with a baby. What the fuck's the matter with you? Right. <laughs> oh, like really mercy. It's a really intense. Like that's where you get, you do the burritoing. Like if it's like a really intense part of the thing, and he's getting a little loud, you just kind of burrito up a little higher than normal, and there you go. Quiet All right. baby. Don't call the cops on me. <laughs> He's a baby. He's not going to remember. That's the best part. That's, That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when Tony was going to be too much for Tony. <laughs> Tony's always too much for Tony. Oh, oh that's the wow. show. Wow. That's the show, everybody. Done. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Word. Apparently Kentucky just lost. This has been a presentation of Superfly Comics and Games. Find out more about going to superflycomics.com where you can buy digital comics through Comicsology. Superfly ships worldwide and Superfly Podcast listeners get 20% off their purchases. You can also shop with them through their store on eBay. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Superfly Comics, Twilight Tony, Real King Travis, JFX316, and Demon Weasel. Plus, you can use the hashtag SuperflyPodcast when talking about the show. Get in touch with us via email at superflycomics at gmail.com, through Superfly Comics and Games on Facebook, for Jared's music, search for JFX316 on Google. For that just writing, go to demonweasel.com. You can find all the shows in the podcast network on pcn.panelsonpage.com, and you can click the subscribe tab to get the show through iTunes or other podcast services. 
Plus, you can search for us directly on iTunes, TalkShoe, and Stitcher, where you can leave us a five-star review for awesomeness. Sorry, I've had a long day of people marveling at I changed the store. Wait, you guys changed the store? Three weeks afterwards. I hate it. It sucks. So so bad. Change it back. Do over. I'm kidding. (laughs) Did I mention Tony doesn't have a beard anymore? I saw. Making him a lot more hostile, I've noticed. And then there's that shit, too. Like, you shaved! Like, yeah, I know. What's Tony, are you next, a lady? God! Next week, I'm going to be white. It's going to help out a lot more with my casual racism. <laughs> Who threw all those chairs? <laughs> I just wanted you to push the button once on the clicker, Tony. Like, flipping the table was... Was not in the cards. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.